No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick on the line. Yes, NBA sir. talk. Association. NBA talk. Association. NBA talk. <laughs> We're going to talk a bunch NBA. Obviously, uh, it was just announced that the season awards will just be uh, considered on the first half of the year, not the back end. I guess it's only what? They're missing eight games. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's not too much of a switch, but uh, they're gonna they're gonna go off the season awards for the pre-COVID season, which they're I agree be, with. I, yeah. I fully support that decision. NBA just leading the way, by the way. Let's just go ahead and put it out there. Yo, on every <laughs> on, on every single thing, every turn, lead no the matter way. what, every yeah. quarter. Adam Silver, give that man a rate. Give him some of Goodell's money. A$AP. Come on, dog. You know where you know what ilk he comes from. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that David Stern. That ilk David is Stern smooth. cloth. That <laughs> David Stern cloth. <laughs> Shit runs smooth. Period. That's it. Uh, so we're gonna break that down. Um, Nick mentioned we were talking earlier that it's it's uh, chatter around the NBA bubble that you know these players is too close. This is tampering central in other words. I mean a big time tampering going on. So this is big this is at the, tampering at the ping pong table at the hot tub at the sauna <laughs> at the, at the, <laughs> the new golf barbershop. course at the barbershop like where you, where so, you at in 2023? Oh you know this is <laughs> <laughs> so Nick says this is tampering central. I tend to agree. We're gonna talk about uh a big three that we would like to see and the possibilities of that actually happening. Um, we'll sprinkle a little bit of NFL talk. Obviously, that's coming up. Um, those are the big two things, man. Uh, I want to talk about Mark Cuban for a second. Uh, yeah, man, we could talk. We'll, we'll talk about a lot of different things, but it's mostly NBA. We're going to sprinkle some, some NFL in there, but uh, you already know. Big Nick the Quick, you know when you're making a, a cup of coffee and you make it too strong and you pour and it has like that glow at the top? And oh, like, yeah. You know, this is going to be dumb strong. Yeah, you already know what you're in for. Yes, I did one of those today. Okay. And, when you, pour, and when you pour the, the cream in it, it like don't even change the color? Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, I fucked up. <laughs> the, extra, the extra strong. This the extra strength <laughs> right here. So that's what I'm sipping on right now. It, uh I'm feeling good. Bro, I abandoned cream and sugar like 10 years ago, and it's the best decision I ever made in my life. I'm I, just, still I just take it black. Yeah. Direct injection. Very. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no food. Just, no, just, nothing. Direct it. Just give it to me straight. Yeah. You know why I'm here. I need uh, I need to get on that. I, I still put a little bit of cream, one sugar. Um, yeah. Nothing crazy. I don't know what it is. I think so. Like, I, for some reason, like overall dairy shit can fuck with me like milk and you know like ice like i love ice cream but after i eat ice cream like you know you get that You're feeling in your stomach up, yeah. and shit so yeah. i think one morning i had cream in my coffee like this was like a minute ago and like it fucked with me the entire day from like the creamer and like ever since then i was just like fuck it, i'm just drinking it black and i like the taste of coffee so you know what i'm saying yeah if you get a good coffee black is, is we'll put it like this bro if if you're gonna put it in front of me and it's it's um it's black i'm not gonna be like I can't drink this. Yeah, I, I won't even drink if, it. If, if it's black or no coffee, you're drinking black. Yeah, I'll drink the I'll drink the black, no problem. Yep. So, um, but yeah, man, the NBA is here. What we order be ten days out, eight yes, days sir. out. Oh, I can't. Like I can't wait. Ten days, the thirtieth. You ready? I'm so ready, man. I think uh, I I was really doubting about whether or not the season was going to happen. I just felt like uh, you know it was very ambitious to try to do what they're trying to do, and I, I don't think it was realistic. Now, obviously, yesterday they had the news come out that there were zero positive tests, um, yeah, which is huge. which is great. But I also looked at it like you know all it takes is one, right? All it takes is one positive positive person to kind of spread it throughout. So I'm still not you know doing the backflips for that, but that is good news. By all accounts, it seems like they've made a great environment and, and figured out a way to kind of, like we were just talking about, really get ahead of this, be proactive, 
and set up a situation that can give people NBA basketball and give the players a chance to play and compete for a championship. I mean, once you get past these playing games, you're going to a straight playoff format. So obviously you're not going to have the, the the crowd noise and all those different elements, but you are going through seven game series just like you would in any other NBA playoffs. The players by that time will have adjusted because they'll have these exhibition games and the play-in games. They'll get used to the sight lines. They'll get used to playing in the ballroom and all that. And I think that by the time the playoffs roll around, you're going to get some really good basketball. Um, so I'm, I'm beyond excited, like beyond excited. Yeah, it should be. It should be money. And if zero positive tests out of 346 players or people, if everything is being run how they say it's run, then they should be in the clear. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know the you know the the process of like letting family in or different people coming in and out, but like no one should be able to come in without like two negative tests or whatever it is. So, well, I don't think family can come in for a couple months, anyways. Right, but either but, yeah. but I'm saying like long term, like yeah, yeah. If, if things are run as Adam Silver are saying they're run, then we should be in the clear. Yeah, because be. no, there, there's nobody in and out, and anybody coming in would have to be tested thoroughly so we should be in a we should be in a clear yes so it's uh it's interesting well word is there still are players that have not arrived to the bubble so you right. still you still have dudes that are outside the bubble so there's still that element i know like some of those milwaukee guys that it seems like it popped up with corona a lot of them aren't actually in the bubble um they're testing at home or wherever it is that they are so I think that'll but be still, interesting like, once you get them in, but we're looking good. Rigorous. We're looking rigorous. good. Yeah, we're looking good, man. I mean, you couldn't put it this way. Like, if there's benchmarks that Adam Silver wanted to hit, he's pro- this is one of them, right? Like, hey, test 10 days before the season starts, no positives. Like, that's good. So, obviously, everything's on the up and up, man. I- I'm excited. I'm ready for the basketball. I'm ready for some competition. I'm ready to, you know, settle some of these storylines and all that that's going on. So, I- I'm-, I'm-, I'm so excited. Yeah, man, it's it's hoops. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the purest form. There's just not a lot like football. There's so much stuff going on. And so I know much. We harp on this football. There's so much stuff going on. Hoops is just hoops, man. Roll the ball out, go get a basket. It's just guys hooping. Like that's it. <laughs> like, it's just guys hooping. We don't got no motion. We don't got no play action. Uh, none of that. Bro. None of that. Roll, roll the ball out. Roll, roll the ball basket. out. Let it go. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> anywhere, anytime. Bro. Exactly. Let's get it. So let's get into it because I, I have a feeling that this is going to take us a long time to talk about uh, these, I guess, end of season awards, NBA awards. Um, you want to go like MVP, you give yours, you give mine, and then we go through each one or you want to go through the whole list and then we go, we both. No, go we'll, so we'll go, we'll go by the awards. So yeah, start with right. MVP. I'll give, uh, no, no, you, no, we should, hold on, hold on. We should do the, we should do the bottom first. We should do like six. We should end with the MVP. Okay. So let's go. Um, what you let's go six man of the year. Oh, I mean, we already know. It's not even. It's not even a question. It's the Lou Williams. It's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the Jamal Crawford slash Lou Williams annual memorial six man <laughs> NBA trophy. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Lou Williams. Okay. Close, close, close second to my boy D Rose. But they just didn't. They, they, the team was just was just too huff for me to uh, to give his impact to that. But I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Lou Will. Okay, let me let me let me just give my initial comments on this. I have first off. Let me let me say this. Let me let me preface. This Don't disrespect saying, the guy. Don't no, no, disrespect me, the guy. Let me, let me preface this by saying I love Lou Will. Uh uh uh. A hooper's hooper, a basket's it's basket, a bucket getter, uh, a bucket getter, <laughs> official, official. He, he just he's. There was there was years when he won the six man where he was like a true six man. I feel like for this Clippers squad, he's not a true six guy. Like it's all it, 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 he just happens not to start. Does that make sense? Because he's playing like 32 minutes a game. Yeah, like he just he just happens not to be in the starting lineup. It's almost like by default type of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like you think they're not starting him off GP. Like they play the first 30 seconds of the game and they put him in just so well, he can <laughs> win the six man award. I mean. 
No, it's not. It's not that egregious, but he's, he's playing 29, playing 29 minutes a game. Yeah, he, he's playing a ton of minutes, and he plays a ton of minutes down the stretch. While you got the minutes up, tell me how many minutes uh, our boy, our hard nosed boy from Chicago plays. I'm uh, Derrick Rose. No, uh, the Clippers' starting point guard defense. I'm oh, Pat, Pat Beverly. Pat Bev, yeah, Pat Bev. Tell me how many minutes Pat Bev plays. Was it like eighteen? No, I think Beverly plays twenty-three. Probably tw- about twenty-three minutes a game. Let's see. Bev- Pat Bev right now is starting for them, and he's playing twenty-seven minutes a game. Okay, so it's not it's not <laughs> too much of a disparity, but. Listen, I'm just l- listen. Do you feel what I'm saying about? Yeah, him? I understand where you're coming from, you know but I mean, mean? The, it's. I feel like you. If if that's the case, though, that would you probably have to wipe out wipe out the entire history of this award because I feel like the only way you're winning it is if you're a six man that's playing, you know, twenty five to thirty minutes a game because you have to put up numbers. You know what I mean? It's not like you're gonna give it to something. So you you think it should be? So you let me ask you this. Yeah. If you were in charge of the league office, would you put a mandate in on the six-man award where it's like, you know, you already have, like, you can't have a certain amount of starts, right? Would you put a minute restriction on it? Like, yo, if you're over 27 minutes a game, this ain't for you type shit? Or what are you, what are you saying? I think it'd be an interesting dynamic because when you're a six-man and you come off the bench and you're you're literally closing every game for them almost like Lou Willis, anytime it's crunch time, you're in there. You're not even – you're a, a, such a massive part of their – of their game, it's not like a true six man. But I, I don't know. It'd be it'd be an interesting dynamic to add. Just like like you said, you can't start that many games. Maybe you can't play over twenty five minutes a game. Or you add a new award in. You add like the role player award, like the PJ Tucker role player of the year award. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The joke. No, no, I wouldn't even call it joke him a role player. That's disrespectful. But like the Taj Gibson award. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. there's. So yeah. who do you got? So after all that, who do you have then? After all that, and I hate to do this because I don't really like this guy that much, but it's the boy out in Oklahoma City, Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, the German, the German. <laughs> I, no, and to to say that to to say this, it, it really really pains me because I think I I don't I love his his game is great, but I just think overall he's like a corny dude and like the way he. I don't know. The, it, well, first off, he can't dress. He's one of the worst. He's one of the worst dressers in the league. And you know, I'm a big dress guy. The, he, yellow, the yellow hair patch is crazy. He's super flashy. He's just like a corny dude, but he can hoop. And I think that team overall in Oklahoma City has been just playing so well, and they're in a position where I didn't think they would be. And you know, he. It's not. It's not hard to take a step back behind Chris Paul, but he's done a good job with that. Uh, shy between him, shy and Chris Paul, they've done a lot of good stuff out there. Um, so that's that's it. And uh, and then I'll go. Goran Dragic should be up there. That's my guy. I Dragon. love Goran. I love Goran Dragic. The Heat have been playing crazy ball. I know they haven't been doing too too much away from home. So I'm I'm actually interested to see what they do in the bubble because they've been so lights out in Miami, and then they go on the road and they can't do anything. Kind of like Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see that, but. Yeah, man, that's what I'm going to go with. I'll shout out Goran Dragic. He's he's close, but I mean, a lot of these guys you can't go wrong with. Lou Will, um, but I'm going to give it to 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 Schroeder because I think he's been balling. I think he's he's really helped and elevated uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah, he's one of those dudes. I think it's interesting. Like he'll, I think for a while, like people tried to make him a starter and all that. And like he was never going to be a starter, but he is 100 percent found a role as a dude that comes off the bench. You know what I'm saying? A microwave, cooks, gets lots the buckets, energy. lots of energy. Yep. And you need guys like that. Remember like Bobby Jackson that used to play for the Kings? He'd back up Mike Bibby. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, Bobby Jackson, Bobby of course. Jackson. Yeah. Bobby Jackson, like hundred percent. Put a minute, give you 20, like it's nothing. Right. Um, and those type of guys, if they're cold, you take them out. So I guess to your point with Lou Williams, you can't really do that with Lou. Like they feel like they have to play Lou those 30 minutes. Whereas like with a Dennis Schroeder type player, player, if he's cold, you could just park him on the bench and just say it's night's not his night. So I'll see where you're coming from, kind of. All right, let's go to uh, NBA Most Improved Player. So this, I had this. This should be. I had a struggle with this. I had two players in mind. Um, so you, what are you gonna say? Should be a lock. I, I, this should be a lock for one dude and a very. We, we probably have the same two dudes in mind, but yeah, go ahead. So my guy. Oh man, that's the dude. Fuck man, I don't know. 
I'm gonna make the pick. I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Luca. Here's why. And the for, reason for, for and most it was improved hard. player. And it was hard for me to do this because you usually oh don't God. look at a guy like Luca and oh put him God. at most improved because he's already considered a lead now. Oh it was between God. Luca and Brandon Ingram. It was between Luca and Brandon Ingram. Um, okay. But just looking at Luca's numbers and looking at how much he improved, obviously he was great last year, right? And like came in as a rookie. Prove me wrong. I was not on the Luca train. Everybody knows that. Last year as a rookie, put up 21, 8, and 6. Dude, second year in the league, the team is winning. He's averaging 29, 9, and 9 as a sophomore. He's improved his scoring by 7 points. He's improved his rebounds by 2. And he's improved his assists by 3. Huge impact. Significantly improved. Did not see this coming this fast. Did not see him as a 30-point scorer in his second year in the league. Didn't see it. Never you wouldn't couldn't put any amount of money on this dude would give him 30. Damn near averaging a triple double a second year in the league. Honorable mention Brandon Ingram. But Luka Doncic. You look puzzled. I am. I, I was waiting for you to finish. I don't listen. Is that are you giving him that to Luka just because he can't win the MVP and you feel like he got to get some hardware? Is that what it is? No, I think that he made a significant improvement between his rookie and his sophomore year. Why? Why? Let me hear your case against Luca winning that award because I know you love Luca. Well, you think he's above the? He's the above most improved player for you? One hundred percent. You can't give Luca down. That's like giving LeBron. Like, nah, no. Well, it's not. Well, hold on. Let me let me let me walk that back. I don't, don't want to put Luca and LeBron in the same sentence, but that'd be like he's a superstar. Superstars don't get that award. Did he have a better year? And he's has he improved and has he lifted the Dallas Mavericks to you know? A tough, a tough squad in the West, yeah. But like most improved player, no man, he doesn't get those. He Giannis he, got it. Giannis has gotten it. Jimmy Butler's gotten it. CJ McCollum's gotten it. Kevin Love has gotten it. I understand. Yeah. Like it, it, it's so like last year, Pascal Siakam won it, right? That is a true like when you think of most improved player, Pascal Siakam's like the the poster boy, right? But I mean, I don't. I, Victor Oladipo's gotten it before. Victor Oladipo got it on that year when he went to the Pacers and balled out. I mean, like. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I understand where you're coming from, but. If you're getting MVP votes, I don't think you could, you could win the most. Who is giving Luca? You think Luca's getting MVP votes? At the, at, when the, when the numbers come out, Luca is 100% going to get a few. That's why they shouldn't give votes to everybody. But I'm just telling you, that's just how That's why they shouldn't give votes to everybody. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's absurd. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be him. It'll be Giannis. It'll be LeBron. I'm not saying Luca's going to get many, but he's not going to get shut out. He's not going to get Russell Wilson. Yeah. Because people love him too. See, you operate by a different set of rules for these NBA awards, apparently. Six men can't be six men. The fucking most improved players <laughs> can't get better from a year to the next. I don't, I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know what we're operating on over here. Okay. Well, let, let me, me let, you, let me know. Let me next year, let me give me your rules beforehand so I can figure out, you know what I'm saying, who to vote for. Let me give you mine. Try well, this I'm gonna give you mine. This it's without question. For me, it's Bam Adebayo. Wow, nice. Um, he's made such an impact on Miami. He's scoring really good player, bro. He's been he's been amazing. <laughs> he's scoring sixteen a game, coming from nine. His offensive game has went through the roof. <clears throat> I think they're rushing the ball. He's, Don't they run the offense through him? I mean, he's he gets so many touches, and that like he's a perfect piece for for what they got going on out there with all the shooters they got, and then. You know the the big alpha and JB. So I like that. Yeah, I can't argue with uh, Bam Adebayo winning that, and uh, Brandon Ingram is, is, a, is a is a second. He is a real problem, and we saw flashes of it in LA. And I think the Lakers still never wanted to give him up when it never. came down to it. No, you know, never. They were really, really trying to hold on to him, and they were trying to hold on to Ingram. That was like the I felt like that's the last domino that fell. Um, Lonzo you know, the, Ball. The Pelicans up. weren't making that deal unless they were getting Brandon Ingram because they knew too. Right, Josh yeah. Hart, pack up. Lonzo, pack up. Like Ingram, man, this this one hurts a little bit, right? So Isn't he's he like been twenty two too. I mean, he's he's how old is he? Yeah, let me look up. Born in ninety seven. Yes, yeah, Brandon Ingram is twenty two years old. Yeah, he doesn't turn twenty three till September. Yeah, so <sighs> he's been in the league it's what for what like four years now. Yeah. So that uh. Those two guys, 
I'm gonna it get doesn't into get that. a lot of pub. NBA, we talked about it last week. NBA put them 47th as their top 50 players in the bubble. Disrespect. Yeah, yeah I think it's because he's got that sleepy face. Yeah. <laughs> he is a goofy look. He is a goofy looking dude. <laughs> he got that sleepy. He got that sleepy grill, so they be sleeping on him. Um, but yeah, those two guys. Um, yeah, Luca is obviously going berserk, but I can't give him most improved player. Can't do it. Just can't do it, huh? Can't do it. All right, man. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take the next one. Let's go with. Uh, let's go, with Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year. I have to go – it pains me to say this. I have to go Nick Nurse. Yeah. If you, if you, re, if you remember what – do you remember before the season me talking about the Raptors and I was going to take the under on the season over? Oh, yeah, it wasn't like 46. How did those pay out with the season not finishing, by the way? That's a good question. Did uh, they pay out a percentage? Did they – yeah. That's no. I, that no. money came back. That money if, came back. No, 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 no. If I'm the – if if – from my experience in years of going to the window, there the MGM is going to treat these last games like because like that's how the NBA season finished. If the NBA season is going to mark these regular season games as like official regular season games, then they're going to go against totals, and that's how they're going to finish. Hundred percent. Wow! So pretty much big win for Vegas. I mean, as long as the NBA counts them, then the the book is going to count them. You know what I mean? Big win for Vegas. So, yeah, man, I was talking. So much shit, and it helps that Pascal Siakam has just really taken a step. He's a good player, man. The systems, <laughs> Toronto. Yeah. What are we talking about? Miami, Toronto, the systems. Don't get me started. Yeah, no, I mean, you're 100% <laughs> right. We talk about it all the time. Plug and play. Watch the tape. Yep. Watch the film. It'll tell you. Um, But, yeah, it pains me to say that, and I have to eat my words because I was – I was trying to get people to take the Raptors under. Like Kawhi's gone, they're coming off a chip. Um, there's just they're just they're just gonna come out flatter. It's a lot easier for them that LeBron left the East, but dude, these guys are competing with Milwaukee. Like yeah, they're good. They're really good. And and they're not scared either. I really think that they believe that they're that good. Like they're not I mean, they have the third best record in the NBA. Like I think we need to talk about that, right? Like they have the if if you would have put Toronto with the third best record in the NBA at season's end, like no one would have had that. No one would have had that. So, yeah, I, I like the Nick Nurse pick. I was going towards Nick Nurse as well. Um, did, did you have anybody else you were adding in there? I got I got one that I wanted to add in, an honorable mention. But I was just saying that Nick <clears throat> Nurse, what he's done with those guys, and to get those guys to show back up, like, yo, listen, we, we've had a lot of different opinions on Kyle Lowry. To get him to show up and play how he's been playing, coming off a chip and losing, he lost he lost DeRozan and then lost Kawhi back to back years, yep. and he's and he's been playing great ball. And for 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 him to get those guys to show up like they've shown up and played like they've played, I I don't even like the Raptors or Nick Nurse, and they've been playing ball and he deserves it. And I think the layover helps Kyle Lowry too. For sure, these guys played a lot of minutes, had a lot of energy. He's been banged up a lot. Um, I think that you know he he uh, that that definitely helps him. My honorable, so I was going to go with Nick Nurse as well, um, just for everything that we just talked about. Obviously, he's done a great job, did a great job last year, is doing a great job this year, and the thing is keep rolling over there. Um, my number two pick, I don't know if you know this man's name, so I'm gonna quiz you. Who is the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies? Um, I know what he looks like. The uh, the uh, he has like a little little short dude, dark he's, hair. He's a white dude with a black name. Yeah, I don't know it. Taylor know Jenkins. Why. Taylor Jenkins. <laughs> a white guy with a black name. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Jenkins is only thirty five years old. Um, shout out to Taylor Jenkins and the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis was trash last year. Finished twelfth in the West. He has those boys at the sixth spot in the West. Obviously, Dra Morant's a huge uh, factor of that. Development of Jaron Jackson Jr., Dylan Brooks, guys like that. Um, <clears throat> but no one saw Memphis turning this around. Obviously, um, he has done a great job over there. I think it's hard to integrate a rookie point guard. Obviously, we knew Morant was super talented, but to kind of hand it over to a rookie and kind of have him run the show and then win while doing it, um, I think that that guy deserves a lot of credit because that roster, if you would have looked at the beginning of the year and I would have told you that they'd be you know, however many games above 500 that they are, you would have never saw that coming. Amen. Amen. Yeah. 
I want 32 and 33. So they're one game under 500. Excuse me, but still they're competing. Um, and they're, 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 they're best, in the hunt. Their best player is a rookie. Yeah, best player is a so, rookie. Yeah, of course. He's like 20 and a monster. Hey, hey, I'm gonna tell you this, bro. <clears throat> if Taylor Jenkins. I never seen this guy in my life. <laughs> he can walk, <laughs> walk up to you right now. Like a Taylor Jenkins deliver you a pizza and you'd be like, all right, thank you, man. If Taylor, <laughs> if Taylor Jenkins asked me who John Morant was, I'd be like, you don't even know who John Morant is. Know, How much yeah. you asking me who what you know about John Morant? Yeah. It's like, nah, I, I don't I, I've never seen this guy ever. And I watch tons of hoops and I I not I don't know. Maybe I just haven't been watching enough Grizzlies. Yeah. Um But I've been watching quite a bit of Grizzlies to see Ja. Yeah. But Maybe he's just an understated dude. Yeah, maybe he's – I don't know. Maybe I've just been having paying attention. Maybe it's the layover. It's the layoff. Do you think that he installed a time clock in the locker room so that his guys can punch in before every practice? <laughs> That's for sure. He did not do that. <laughs> you don't think John Morant's punching nah. the clock? <laughs> uh, nah, I don't I don't think he – Shot or no shot. <laughs> yeah, shot or no shot is facts. This guy. Um, Yeah, and if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Chicago Bulls head coach Jim Boylan at one point had a punch clock in the locker room for NBA superstars that are 19 years old making millions of dollars. Some of them in their 20s and 30s. Yes. All Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I I like that pick. That's not going to get a lot of play. Um, I like where you're going with this. You're going off the beaten path, bro. Yeah, that's where I go. Taylor Jenkins, shout out. (laughs) Um, I like it. Hey, uh, uh, Donovan, uh, Billy Donovan can get some love from me. Shout out Billy Donovan. I really, I really thought it was a mistake for him to leave Florida, and he's turned sure. in to be, turned in to be a really good NBA head coach. So yeah, yeah, definitely shout out him. And I like what they're doing in Oklahoma City. That trade ended up working great. You've already mentioned Shy. Shy's a baller. Uh, Chris Paul, that's the perfect situation for him because he's with a bunch of guys who don't have egos. And I think we know it. Chris Paul has to be the most important person in the room for himself. So it's hard for him. I think playing with Blake, playing with James, playing with other egos was hard for Chris Paul. But playing with Shy and a bunch of guys who are going to look at Chris Paul like he's the greatest thing in the world um, obviously works out for them. So I'm going to go ahead and say that that was a great deal, which is going to lead me into my next one, man. Um, executive of the year. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go with a man who came on the scene blazing. Right. He, he was all the he was all the rage when he first came out. You know, drafted three future MVP players, had a good thing rolling, and then made the worst trade, maybe one of the worst trades that goes down in hindsight in NBA history as far as trading James Harden for essentially Jeremy Lamb um, and really just punting on what could have been a huge dynasty. But boy, as he bounced back, um, got out from under the Russell Westbrook deal, turned Paul George into something, has a competitive team and a load of draft picks coming. Um, Mr. Sam Presti, man, got to give it to the man. I've been Did not to get think that team was going to compete. I've been trying to get that man to Chicago for so many years. I can't even. I I can't even tell you how many times I, <laughs> I've. I've every every time I see him with his his squared off glasses, his little slim suit. I'm like, man, I wish that guy was running the Bulls every every single time. Uh, I see him. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, honestly, for for as much as. As much as the James Harden leaving Oklahoma City is talked about, it's probably not talked about enough. No, it's not. Like he should never. It should be a book. He he should. People should like introduce themselves to him and say like, "Yo, you traded James Harden? What's up? I'm Sean." Like you know what I'm saying? Like that. That's how often that should be brought up. But he's been able to you know get past that. And I'll say this, man, it was a really really tough spot because the league wasn't where it is right now and. Bigs were still somewhat valuable, right? So to keep Surge instead of James, you would have to have crazy hindsight to see where the league was going and to to keep James on. But if you asked me then, it's there wasn't enough basketballs for him, Durant, and Russell. So right. I don't know how that's going to work. So if you're going to get me a, a, a big man that plays D, like the old Surge, the new Surge is a different guy. That's not even the same Hooper. As he was, he was solid last year for Toronto, but yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like he's he's, he's shooting, different. He's, he's more shooting. wisdom, and he's just a smart player now. Yeah, I mean he's shooting corner threes and all right that. Place, like, before, right time, yeah. Before he was athletic, he was Sergi Baca. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, he exactly was like he was like right. the next. He was like defense two We thought that Sergi Baca was going to change the league defensively. 
Exactly right. So, um, yeah. So it's 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 as big of a mistake as it was. I I can see I can understand the mistake. Like there's there's GMs that make mistakes, and I'm looking at the deal, and I'm nowhere near as plugged. And like obviously we're just big fans, and we're just locked in as possible. But I can't find I can't figure out the logic behind the move. Yeah, like, like when the Bulls you, salary dumped Luol Ding for to Cleveland. Right. Like, well, what do we think? Like, what is the what is the actual what's the motive what you, behind this? Like, like you like, knew what, this wasn't gonna work. There's no way this is gonna work, and then it doesn't work. And it's yeah, like, and we, it's we like knew. we knew that, right? So at least when he made that move, I can see what he's thinking and what he's trying to make happen. Like, I get that. There's so many moves that um that happen, and I don't even know what they're trying to do. Yeah, there's bad trades. Like, yeah, like what are y'all trying to do? So I uh I can appreciate that. Executive of the year for go ahead. I was gonna say, is there anybody else you got? No, I like the I like the pressy. For me, this is I have one more person who I think could could make a run at it, but go ahead. No, go ahead. The Godfather. Who are you talking about? Put the rings on the table. The Miami Mafia. Oh, the, the Donna South, the Donna <laughs> South Beach, <laughs> the Donna P- South Beach. P. Riley. Yeah, yeah. The Donna South Beach could actually uh, could actually make a run for it as well. Yeah, I mean, drafted hero got Jimmy Butler. The Bam. Well, I guess the Bam pick doesn't really count for this year, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I think yeah. I'm going Sam Presti. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I mean, you could I don't really care about this award that much because I think obviously it's important who's putting the team together, but yeah. There's just like John Horse of Milwaukee, like yeah, I guess you could give it to him, but like I think it's understated how much Giannis is doing for Milwaukee and I don't know, you know, and what I mean by doing for Milwaukee is not the squad and on the floor, but he's completely bought into Milwaukee and doesn't seem like he's even thinking about going anywhere else uh that could be See, I, I push back on that theory a little bit when people are like yeah you know at the end of the day these execs are you know the guy's got to go play it's like yeah that's true but after you've been through bad executives like we have yeah. you know a bad one a good one okay yeah they put the players and the players do their thing right a bad one doesn't even get you to that point a bad one puts the wrong ingredients on the table is always meddling is beefing with the head coach and is getting in the way of the operation. So they're having a good executive, and I'm not saying that you're saying that it doesn't matter, but let's not like understate how important that is, especially like you've worked for companies before. That's the person that sets the culture. So you yeah. gotta have someone like Masai over there. Like, come on, man. There's no, there's no, there's no secret as to why these good ones keep winning. There's no secret as to why Pat Riley doesn't have losing seasons. There's no secret as to why Masai's thing is rolling over there, right? Like it's the program, it's the infrastructure, it's the culture. It's the it's how we look at players. It's the approach that we take to looking at players, and it's bringing guys into our system and knowing that they're going to work. And I think that that is like it's extremely important, man. Like um, it's it's extremely important. You know, I think we we just got done watching the last dance, and as much as we shit on Kraus, it's like, hey, you got to put the right players in the right system, and you, when you have guys that can't do that, you have losing years forever. So I think the shit does matter. No, I mean, I l- let me put it like this. I think what I what let me I I agree with what you're saying because obviously we're in Chicago, we see what bad management and what Brad Front Office can do to your franchise for literally 20 years in a row. So I feel that. I guess more I was speaking to was the actual award, like the the I don't care about the executive of the year or anything. Even like coach of the year is so fickle. Like how many times have we seen coach of the year get a, he, he won the award and he doesn't have a job the next year. It doesn't hold as much weight as the other NBA. Hold year up. Year. What was my man's name? Um, off Toronto? About, uh, yeah, our boy. Dwayne Casey? Dwayne Casey. Casey. Bro, yeah. they gave this guy the coach of the year. He had a great season next year. He was, what well, he doesn't even have a gig. So and it's the next a, year they won an NBA championship. Right. It doesn't. It does, <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, shout out Nick Nurse. Uh, so. It just doesn't hold as much weight. But, yeah, I mean, to be a successful franchise, you need a successful front office. Um, but, yeah, the 
the the front office award is it goes with the NBA championship. It's like you put the squad together that won the championship. The 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 actual executive of the year award, I don't really doesn't really spike my interest like that. But yeah, I, I, I can't be mad at uh Sam Pressy. I wouldn't be mad at um Masai. Like, I mean, we're talking about Nick Nurse being the coach of the year, but who's still running the Raptors? Masai Ujiri. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I could give it to Masai all day too. So yeah, it's uh it could be any of those guys. I'll I'll just say uh Masai Ujiri. Let's okay. Go. We'll we'll give it to Masai. All right. Um he's black. So shout out shout out Masai. Yeah, man. Yeah. Afri- so. African man. Masai <laughs> for president. Yo, um, all right. Defensive player of the yeah, we're getting to the good ones now. Yeah. Defensive player of the year. Am I going first? Yeah, I'll let you take this one. Um, I'll go. I have I have this one written down, and it is Ant Davis of the Los Angeles Lakers. He's just a force, and I love him. And I think Rudy Gobert is a very close second. Um, and I hate that guy. Corny. Rudy Gobert is awful. Like he's just a, this guy Corny. sucks. And I think and I think Donovan Mitchell for a while there had the hands ready for him. Like let's just keep it real. Like they're lucky there was a quarantine. I really think that Donovan Mitchell was at the crib with the hands a hundred percent ready for Rudy Gobert. He does not like Rudy Gobert. Hands ready. <laughs> but, <laughs> like you got to give him hands. <laughs> but yeah, I um. I'll give it to Ant Davis. I think he's been locked in. He's improved the Lakers so so much, along with LeBron. Obviously, he uh, he's tied for second in the league in blocks at two point four a game. Our boy Hassan Whiteside is up there at the top. Um, Ant Davis is a force at the rim. He's so versatile because he could guard so many positions as well. You could leave him out on the wing, and he will not get burned up out there. So for him to be able to do that and then protect the rim. Get blocks like he does. I uh, I'll go Ant Davis. Yeah, uh, good pick. Definitely like it. But I think for me, um, <laughs> it's Giannis. If you look at the defensive numbers for Giannis, they're absolutely through the roof. Uh, if you look at defensive rating, highest defensive rating in the league, defensive win shares, highest defensive win shares in the league, opponent opponents field goal percentage, all that stuff is just through the roof for him. And I think that what's probably happening right now is like he's he's such a almost unanimous lock for MVP that people are saying, oh, we're not going to double him up on awards. Right. But I think if there was ever a time to double him someone up on awards, that can go to Giannis out of Tocopo. To be honest with you, hey, <laughs> if they gave Giannis most improved player, I'd be like, hey, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps getting better. But And not to mention he's doing all of this in 30 minutes a game. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, think that that's I think Giannis is good. I think that's extremely understated. He's not playing any minutes. Yeah, and they just had three months off. Like Giannis is fresher than fresh. Oh my god! Like that's I think that is one thing that's not being talked about enough. And we've talked about it a bunch when we were talking about how Milwaukee's just beating everybody's doors in. Um, except towards the end of the, I guess the the middle of the season when in March or towards the end of the season when they, they had a tough LeBron. game against Miami against before the break too. Yeah, they had a couple tough games. LeBron was yeah. on on their ass, and then they yeah, exactly they had a tough game in Miami. So, um. But still, he's – they're just trying to get – they were so locked in all year. They're trying to get to the end of the year, get get, get going in the playoffs. So they're going to be the one in the East. Um, yeah, man. I, I get it. I get it. I get yeah, it. I just I think he's, he's just so good. And, yeah, I think it, to your point, when they turn it up and he goes to 36 minutes in the playoffs, what, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? What's he going to be putting up? He's giving you – and we'll talk more about that. I think everybody knows where we're going on the big award, but we'll talk more about him on that point. But, I mean, he's putting up – 30 and 13 and 30 minutes a game. Like, it's crazy. A casual 30 and 13. Casual. <laughs> Very casual 30 and 13. And he's playing with not real shooters like Chris yeah. Middleton. Yeah, he's playing with he's playing with supposed shooters. Chris Middleton. <laughs> Pat Connaughton, these guys are suspect shooters. <laughs> no, Chris Middleton should give 15 to 20% to Giannis every two weeks. Right here, man. Thank you. Literally in a paper bag. Yeah, here. Thank you. Every game, every game check, he should pull up with just hundred, hundred strapped up in a in a bag and just hand for, it to Giannis for your son's education. In a ma- 
as a matter of fact, everybody in the locker room needs to needs to pull up on Giannis. All, Actually, all of them. Bledsoe, like, here you go, Mr. Atchikopo. Mafia. They play tribute mafia like the mafia. Time. It's like Goodfellas wedding scene. <laughs> right. Everybody's mafia got the Oh, that's funny. Everybody's got a uh, daughter named Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Atchikopo. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We appreciate you, you so we much. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. And the last person is uh, who's the Mike Bootsenholder? Like, here you go, man. Thank you for resurrecting me. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you. I so appreciate much. this so much. We're going, um, on, we're going on multiple <laughs> years now. All right. So, yeah, I like that. You got Ant Davis. I got Giannis. Um, Yo, I, right. but now that I'm not going to lie, since when you mentioned that, I, I did fall into like, I, I'm, I'm not giving Giannis D, DPOY and MVP. So, yeah, I, I kind of I fell into that a little bit, which is not yeah. fair. But it, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. I see, I see where it goes. Yeah, it's like you can only take one, but it's like, eh, not really. Right. Um, <laughs> rookie of the year for me is a foregone conclusion, been a foregone conclusion. It's been the same way all year for me, especially now if you're not counting the last games, which it doesn't matter if Zion would have put up 50 and 25 over the last eight games. Um, to me, this is John Morant's award. John Morant has been consistent from start to finish. John Morant's a gamer. He's a dog. He brings it every night. He's giving you 18 and 7 right now. Shooting splits great. 49% from the field, 37% from three. And just an absolute gamer, man. I mean, he puts the team on his back. If you've watched any Memphis games this year, like he brings it. He's getting he's and he's one of those dudes who, after he plays some of like the big time players, they all give him respect. Like, yo, that dude. Like they know, right? right. Like you know who has it, you know who's an imposter. And they're like, yo, this dude is not an imposter. Like he brings it. Remember, he was jawed at Russ. Um, I love it. I'm all in on John Morant's career. Uh, if I'm a Knicks fan, I'm so sick that I missed out on Zion and Jai. I might, and I got l- left with RJ Barrett that I'm just, I'm in a fetal position. But uh, <laughs> I'm all in on John Morant, man. Yeah, because those are the those are the clear the clear top boys, right? Yep. So, but yeah, me too. Rookie of the year, it's not a question. John Morant, he uh, as much as badly as 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 the media wants to give it to Zion, and as badly as people try to push the the narrative to to Zion for rookie of the year it's just not there he hasn't Doesn't, played enough yeah. ball games he John Moran's been there from start to finish as we talked about their game under 500 they're pushing for a spot they're invited that they're at the bubble they're ready to go he's been healthy for most of the year if not all of the year John Moran has been playing ball certified hooper and how often do you see a rookie point guard be the alpha you know what I mean? Like, I think that, that is a, that's a big situation to step into in, this, in the association, right? Like, you're asking him not only to be a point guard, which is already, you know, obviously a tough position to play in the NBA, but to be the man and to lead the team in scoring and to really go out there and have to put the team on your back every night and to win. So, yeah, I think that that, that is what you want from a rookie player, man. I mean, he's a – yeah, I, we knew last year, though. We knew – I knew watching them last year. I'm like, yo, this is not a fluke. This dude can hoop. No question. It just like goes to show you, hoopers are everywhere. You just gotta look. Just gotta find them. Just gotta find them. Uh, my guy Max Weepking of Tandem Sports and Entertainment, who reps Ja Morant, uh, told me before the season. He's like, "Look, this is a great spot for Ja. The he's not a big city guy, right? He's country boy, country guy. So you're gonna send him to Memphis, where it's not." It's it's nowhere near as bright as like a Chicago or yeah. a New York or anything like it's a big that. Big city for the South, but it's not like a. It's not a big city. major media market right. at all. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's, it's so, a known city, but it's not a major media market at he all. He could kind of be low key down there and just hoop, and that was the you know the transit. Like you could tell when he was going out to New York and like doing get up. The same un- me. He's uncomfortable. Like he, that's just not him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So he was doing like this big press tour. Because obviously he signed with Nike, he got a shoe deal with those guys, and um, you know he's got to do his press. But you can tell he's like he's not there for it. Yeah, and kind of like he mentioned with the meals. He's yeah, like, I'm just here to hoop, bro. What are, fuck. what are y'all talking about with these meals? Like, <laughs> are, this are they is, hot? Do we I'm, get them three yeah, times a day? I'm right. good. <laughs> <laughs> right, like I've been in some bad situations. I'm from you know it. this is not it, my G. So yeah. like just I'll eat what they what they serve us and we'll play ball. So yeah, man, John Morant, right. rookie of the year, great year so far. Hopefully they could they could try to sneak in. It's gonna be tough, but yep. we'll see. All right. MVP is Giannis Antetokounmpo, back to back. Uh what they did all year, they were just rolling. We they were literally beating everybody every single night by 15 points. Smacking people. 
Like every single night, you'd look up; they were up fifteen points. Every time I tried to bet on the Milwaukee Bucks, the line was nine and a half or ten it was, points. It was, it was incredible. No matter who they were playing, it was nine points. Yeah, they made you give. They made you lay a, a 10, 11, 12 <laughs> points all the time. On a Tuesday. Yeah, on a Tuesday. It'd be like <laughs> minus 13 and a half at, yeah. like, at home against Orlando. You'd be like, man, what the fuck? And they, yeah, hey, and you look up, like, I, cover I, I, can't, I can't give up 13 and a half. And then you, the game is over and they won by 27. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and it was like that consistently. And like you said, this is the thing. And, and let me kind of explain it more about why I don't really think about giving him the DPOY, even though maybe he might deserve it, right? I feel like that all rolls into to the MVP. Like, if we're just looking at offensive stuff and what he's done for the squad, then LeBron and him are neck and neck, right? But if you roll in that that defensive side and the dominance that he's shown on there as well, then it kind of pushes him over the top for MVP. because And it's dominance. It's not good defensive player, really good defensive player. We're talking about elite he got it. He got his 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 bones playing D. You know what I mean. So right. yeah. So like number one team in the West is the Lakers, led by LeBron James. He's doing his thing. Consistent, same LeBron, upper twenties in scoring, eight and eight, seven and a half and eight. Right. He does this every single season, every year, clockwork. And it was a big talking point this year about you know people for a decade or fifteen years said he won't do that in the West, and now he's in the West and he's doing it, and they're number one, right? So when you when you look at that and what LeBron's done now in the West and consistently and has the Lakers as one of the top two or three teams to win the title by fa- by by favorites, um, and then you look over at the East, back to back years, the Milwaukee Bucks have the best record in the league. They're doing their thing. Giannis is leading the way, and then you roll in on top of that, what he's done for. To, to lead them to the number one slot, beating everybody up by 15, 20 points a night, consistently showing up every single night. Tuesday doesn't matter. Friday night doesn't matter. They were busting people. And I think that's what's been imp- impressive about Toronto, too. Home, away, they're just consistent. They're on your ass every night, right? Every night. So that's what's been impressive about Toronto. That's what's been impressive about Milwaukee. And then he's given you 30 and 30 minutes efficiently, and then you roll in on top of that, the defense, that's why he's the MVP. So I think that's why I stray away from giving him DPOY too because all that rolls into the most valuable player. Preach. I, you know, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, when you look at his overall impact on the game, when you look at how that team's playing, when you look at the any, – any way you like to look at the MVP award, if you're a take him off the team, what does this team look like guy, if you're a pure statistic guy – if you're an impact overall guy, if you're an advanced metric guy, like pick your poison with Giannis. He really he is he is getting it done across the board all over. He's averaging 30, 14, and six, right? Playing monster defense, 55% from the field, so he's super efficient. Another thing, and this is this is a sign of things to come. Giannis is taking five threes a game and he's shooting 31%. Now, 31% isn't a great number, but if you look at where he's been in previous years, it's 25%, 26% on like two or three attempts. If he's shooting five, that means that he is trying to develop confidence with that three so it could be a part of his arsenal. So the question I would really ask is, yeah, Giannis won it last year. Giannis is going to win it this year. He's 25 and he consistently keeps getting better. When is this not going to be Giannis's award? Like we've talked about like real MVP dominance from a lot of players and we thought like, hey, LeBron, you know, nine straight MVPs, he's going to be that type of player. It didn't shake out that way. But when I look at Giannis as a player, his age, and kind of the landscape of the rest of the league, and just knowing that I don't really see that challenger to his throne, unless LeBron gets a legacy one on the way out, who is going to dethrone this man from winning him? Other than injuries, and don't again, if he develops a three-pointer, forget about it. Other than injuries, what's going to stop him from just dominating this MVP award? For the, the foreseeable future. The media just getting tired of giving it to him. It's happened every generation of the NBA. Sure. Like like when they gave one to Barkley. Uh yeah. like when they gave one to Carl Malone. Um But statistically, is he gonna be but you could look at Malone's numbers and be like, Oh yeah, he was putting up thirty. Like right. I don't think anyone's gonna approach the statistical Maybe Luca. Yeah, I think the Luca love is probably going to get super tight. But like, and, and look, me- look, listen, bro. It happens. Like I said, every generation they get tired of giving the award to someone. <laughs> like they like not that 
D Rose didn't win that MVP because he for sure did that. That Bulls team was a problem, and he was the focal point, and he did everything for them. He he earned that MVP, but you could. There's so many years you can argue where it's like, oh, this is LeBron. LeBron's MVP. LeBron's MVP. And then they did they did give it to him. What four out of five years? Yeah. And then he hasn't got one since. So and it could be over. And it it could be over. But yeah, I I hear you. I'm gonna say this, bro. If Giannis starts knocking down threes because first off his his whole career until i don't i mean at least the next seven straight eight straight years you're gonna have to he's gonna be shooting wide open threes because you're gonna have to give him space because he's gonna take literally one dribble a step by you and he's by you and he's dunking the ball so and he's shooting from seven foot ten well that's what i'm saying so he's all (laughs) but like he's not even gonna get crowded yeah. Like, like this is the thing about Kevin Durant. You won't be able to guard him is what you're Correct. saying. Kevin Durant gets crowded, and he just pulls up and shoots it anyway. Yeah. Like, Giannis isn't going to get crowded because he's going to go right by you. <laughs> yeah. So, that, like, that's what he does. So, he's going to get open looks at three forever. And if he can develop that, like you said, it's fucking forget about it's it. It's really problematic. And if you look at the way that he plays and the way that he works, too, there's nothing that tells me, like, a hey, – this dude's going to stop improving on his game. Like, look at his body. I think that, to me, is the biggest sign. If you flash, go back three years to now, Giannis has probably put on a good 30, 40 pounds of pure muscle. You know, looks like a full-on NBA player now at this point. And, like, yeah, I mean, he's such a problem, dude. He's 25 years old. And it's funny, you said, yeah, you look back eight years. There is no eight years to look back. He's been in the NBA for seven years. That's it. Right. Seven years. Like, it feels like we've been watching this for 15 years, but, like, no, it's just been such a crazy ascension. And uh, I really – yeah, if he if he develops a three-point shot, I, I would just say watch out. Still only shoots the ball 20 times per game, too. That's that's the, that's crazy. That's that's the, the day and age of the NBA where we're like, oh, this guy's only shooting it 20 times. Five shots a quarter, and he's giving <laughs> you 30, 30 points a game. Yeah. And he's hitting all of them. He's very good. Yeah, no, no doubt. Giannis Antetokounmpo, back-to-back MVPs for sure. And if you're asking if LeBron's going to get a legacy one, if, if I'm going to say this. If there's never, ever a clear cut like like Giannis is here, it's LeBron's going to get another one for sure, even if he has a down year. If it's ever even like close to being like a, uh, even across the board, LeBron's getting it. Yeah, or Luka. <laughs> Luca's gonna get his MVP, no doubt. Luca's gonna get be the MVP. next the next beneficiary of uh, the MVPs coming all over the place. I think, you know, when they, when they get sick of giving it to Giannis, I think that's go, that award is gonna go to Luca Doncic. I mean, and I mean, he might deserve it. Wait, that boy is an issue. Yeah, he's nice. He doesn't play D, but he's nice. Yeah. See, the, the D part comes in. That's why I rolled it all up into the into the Giannis MVP. Right, well, I think the D matters. I mean, you can't be a turnstile. Yeah. And I haven't watched him play enough D. I, don't, I haven't watched enough Luka to really, like, critique his defensive game like that. But, yeah, you know. I do. All right. Let's move over to the big three we would like to see. I had a lot of fun with this. Because there's so many, there's so many, uh, there's so many combos that I think would be a ton of fun. Um, I have a bunch of ones that, I, in my opinion, there's only one real answer that's a complete cheat code that they would never lose. Um, so Who's I'll that? I'll save that for the end. <laughs> but like, I just I, I rattled off a couple here. Like, I have. Uh, LeBron, Giannis, and anybody, obviously. <laughs> LeBron, Giannis, and Sean Little. Yes, that's a that's a big three, and we're and we're and we're winning the chip. People are like, oh, they don't. There's not enough shooting. Not shut enough up. Shooting. Yeah, get out of here with that. Um, <laughs> shut up. But on the shooting tip, I I also have LeBron, Giannis, and Bertans. Give me that big three. I'm t- oh, Davis, <laughs> you love Davis Bertans. No, <laughs> no, you love Euro shooters, Doc. No one no. loves six ten Euro shooters like Sean. No, Little. give me, give me, <laughs> give me, Vujovic. Give me, <laughs> give me LeBron, Giannis, and Bertans championship. Bertans. How many? How many? How many has Bertans given him on that squad? Oh my god, Bertans given him twenty. Uh, Seventeen. <laughs> Oh my God, Bertans is getting so many looks. Bertans is up. I rock with Bertans heavy. All right, I got one for you. Yeah, this is this is gonna be this is gonna be playmaking, high flying athleticism, and then some defense mixed in. 
Yeah. L- Luca. Okay. Giannis and Joel Embiid. Wow. Who's getting a bucket? Who's hey? How are you scoring down low? Forget about it. JoJo and uh, and Giannis, and you got Luca feeding them on offense. Stop it. I think I think Joel might might railroad that. You think so? He's not gonna like it. <laughs> I think jo- I'm not getting road. enough touches. I don't have my own. Oh, I don't I don't Luca too famous. <laughs> Right, Luca right. too famous. Yeah, facts. Like I'm, I'm not. I don't know about. I'm not putting. I like. Indeed. See, I like. I like two defensive players and then one just scorer. So I got Ben Simmons. Okay. My man, Free Dame Lillard. Yes, bucket. And your boy, Rudy Gobert. Come on, dog. That's like so at the bottom of the list on a, <laughs> on, a, on a three that I would like to see. I just, I just I just wanted to free Dame and put him somewhere, and I wanted to put Ben Simmons in a situation where that gets him out of Joel Embiid and puts him with someone see, who can I handle the ball. See, I don't like that. Combo. I'm trying to find the right Ben Simmons combination. It's That's tough. where I struggled it's on this. T- it's tough because, yeah, he likes to dish and he plays incredible D. Incredible. Um, he's but so he's good such on a, defense. He's such he's a, such a unique player, though. It's funny That's why I was like, but, I was trying to say, who do you you can't put him with Luca because Luca needs the ball. Yeah. You got to put him with, and I mean Dame needs the ball. Yeah, I don't know. You got to take him off the ball, but figure out a way to use Simmons. It's got to be like a like a Simmons, Clay Thompson, Ooh. something. You know what I mean? Ooh, something like that. Ooh, you put Simmons and Ooh. <laughs> You put uh, Clay Thompson and Simmons at the top. They're locking up everything. Yeah, Clay doesn't need the ball because he can't dribble. Right. So, and then you put, yeah, you put like a Giannis. (laughs) That's a that's a tough three right there. It's tough. It was tough for me not to put Giannis or LeBron in every three I was making. See, that's what I was trying not to do. Right. I put Giannis in two of mine. I kept LeBron out of all of mine. Um, and I tried to find guys who I want to see playing better basketball situations, possibly. Okay, word. Yeah. So like I went with I went with this this, this one I call bombs away. This is Trey <laughs> Young, James Harden, and Giannis. That's a good one. Yeah, I figure like you can hide. You could hide. Giannis will hide Trey Young. You just, J- just Olay everybody to Giannis under the basket. Yeah. But who's gonna? Well, Trey Trey Young is open all day and shooting threes. James, the ball's in James' hands because he's a better playmaker than Trey. And you're just kind of running this 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 off-guard Trey Young, Jan, uh, James Harden ball handler, and you're almost running Giannis like a point-forward hybrid Trey, monster. Trey and James Harden are giving up 127 points again. <laughs> they, might, they might score they might 150. Score, they might score 140, <laughs> but it'd be, it'd be crazy basketball, no doubt. It'd be entertaining. Giannis would be running around swatting shots. <laughs> Right, but then I, I also think that Giannis wouldn't get any like he wouldn't get enough touches on O. But he doesn't need them. That's what I'm saying. He's so efficient. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It'd be interesting. Okay, I got uh I got one with Harden since you got you got Harden in here. I got uh I got Harden, Giannis, and Anthony Davis. I like that. So Harden obviously does his thing up top, and then Ant is so versatile. He could go out to the wing, he could do his thing, and he he almost he's almost like a two guard, bro, to me. Like he lives out on the wing, face up. And right. Davis is facing you up, jab stepping like mellow and shooting a lot of jumpers. He's really good. He's really good, right? So that would be he's interesting. Really good at and, then, and then you could have Giannis. Like you could put Giannis at the top, dribble drive, and he's kicking it to Ant in the corner, or James up top. Like that's that'd be an interesting three to see. Um, but yeah, man. All right, my next one. Um, I'm gonna reunite some St. Louis boys. I'm gonna free a man who's 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 needed some freeing, man. He's putting up crazy numbers. We're putting up crazy numbers before the bubble, and then all of a sudden he decided he didn't want to play no more in the bubble, so he stayed home. <laughs> um, two St. Louis boys. I got Brad Beal and Jason Tatum, and then that defensive anchor is gonna be Anthony Davis. There's no ball handling right now <laughs> at all. I, at like, all. See, I see what you did here though okay I, I was going more for like just like the most crazy the combinations most crazy put combo up. but you were trying to yeah. free some boys to get them up some, some I'm trying to free hits. some boys and thinking how they might play you know what I'm saying and like yeah I, I like where could I put Brad Beal like ooh, Brad Beal and Jason Tatum yeah that's not a bad combo and Brad, they know each Brad other Beal that's is, his guy Brad Beal is nice man <laughs> really nice he uh 
he's in such a free-flowing situation in Washington where, honestly, he could just do whatever he wants, and he's having a good year. He's averaging 30 points. Yeah, and, well, you know, 70% of their salary cap is up paid to John Wall. I was watching John Wall highlights the other day, and, like, he's been hurt for so long that I think we all forgot, like, how good John Wall is. John Wall is the fastest player I think I've ever seen with the basketball. Yeah, he he could scoop. He was so fast. He was so fast that he was almost too fast. Like the rest of the teammates couldn't keep up with him. But between, we all, I think we all forgot how good he was. Between prime, prime Russell Westbrook, prime D Rose, prime John Wall with the ball, do you think John Wall is the quickest? I think John Wall is the quickest. Yeah, I think Westbrook and Rose are so powerful. But yeah. when you look at just straight Explosive. line speed, yeah. That, watch these. I'll send you this John, John Wall highlight clip I was watching the other day. And he got a rebound and was on the other side of the floor in like two seconds. Yeah. And I'm talking about like the other nine players were still like getting back. You know what I'm saying? And John right. Wall was just a comment. Right. Yeah. yeah. Those all yeah, those three dudes at the peak of their powers, man, with the rock, they were getting up and down. Like impossible to stay in front of. It was yeah. either a layup or you were or you were getting a foul. Like there was no playing D. If they got in the open floor, it was it's a wrap. Yep. Um, okay, I'll give you the cheat code, the real answer. The would be unstoppable. I'm legit talking 78 and four. LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, they wouldn't score. No one would score. It would just be ridiculous. And I don't care who else is playing over there. I don't care if they have a JV point guard. It doesn't matter. Just LeBron's the point guard. LeBron is the point guard on everything. I if I ever name LeBron, he's playing point guard. He's playing point guard without question. That was why it was tough to. He obviously can play off the ball and do all that, but LeBron at the peak of his powers is at the one. No point question. forward. Miami point forward LeBron when supposed to unlock them. I think it was year two of the of the Miami experiment was yeah. was the scariest LeBron. It was the was the best version of LeBron. Go back and watch games from that year, year two LeBron in Miami when he was at his apex. It was when he has finally got over. Scary. When he had finally the mental hurdle wasn't there anymore. He, he, yeah, he, yeah. Because their that, first cha- their their first championship year, the year they had the twenty seven game win streak and all that shit. Yeah, coming off the L to Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He was different. Very different. Yeah. So, but yeah, if you give me LeBron, Kawhi, and Giannis, see, yeah, I was thinking of the most unstoppable. You got a little more creative than me. I liked I liked those other combos. Um, I also have on here. I got Luca, Steph, and Giannis. That would be it's a, a nice squad. I was trying to find a way to work Steph in, but I was like, I've already seen Steph on enough super teams. Yeah, the, but yeah, uh, see, yeah, a great, a, a great super team would be Steph, Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson. Yeah, that's a good one. What if? Yeah, <laughs> what if we got what them? If Draymond, and then the other two would be Draymond and Andre Iguodala. Yeah, that'd be a decent team. And what if we got them on the squad? That'd be crazy, huh? I feel like KD, you could plug it in, and that that was proof you could plug KD in any situation. Yeah, we might we might have disre- we might have disrespected. We didn't. None of us mentioned KD, but you, I had give, to leave him out, man. Give me LeBron, KD, and whoever a big man. Well, you could sub either that Kawhi or Giannis spot out with, I yeah. Kawhi, I don't know, man. Kawhi or KD or Giannis or KD. I I think also people are forgetting Kawhi. Like not not that KD gets you the about Kawhi, but it's he. KD gets you the easy buckets on that team, though. Yeah, like KD, KD gets you your effortless entrance. You know what I'm saying? Those other guys, like they they get buckets easily, but it's a lot more power. There's no KD is the finesse on that team. He's the he's one of the he's go he's gonna go down as one of the the pure scorers of all time. I, I've been set to do KD is KD is when you used to create players in NBA 2K, you would create seven foot shooting guards that were 99 three pointers. You would create KD. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. And he could handle it. He could go to the handle, he, There's nothing he can't do on a basketball court. Wow, Kevin Durant is an animal. And, yeah. and it's still understated that when he wants to play defense, he's a problem there too. Yeah. He's a shot blocker. He can yeah. do everything. So no doubt. No he doubt should just stay it. off Twitter. I, I <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes he should stay off Twitter. I I, yeah. I always battle with that because I love when these guys really are just act like regular people and they're like clowning people, like shut the fuck up and like you're a bum and all that. Like you couldn't do shit up here. And but do that, that from KD Trey Five then. No, yeah, that's well the burner thing. That's that's some sucker <laughs> shit, hundred percent. Yeah, so. yeah, do that shit from KD Trey Five, bro. <laughs> Man, you gotta protect the sponsors, bro. Yeah, true. <laughs> Yo, man, we'll leave it there. 
that's no catch on sports talk via chicago for what's today's day july 21st tuesday for big nick the quick i am your host sean little make sure you subscribe everywhere man we we run off the hour quick we could easily run two hours every single day but we we, we can't even give y'all we don't want to overload y'all with that make sure you yeah. subscribe itunes spotify apple podcast google Podcasts, youtube youtube stitcher yeah i'm gonna upload the I upload soundcloud the, yes, sir, i upload the last audio on uh on youtube it's all there lock in with us no catch on sports talk via chicago let's get it